Welcome to Breathe On Me with P.K. Milnick. That's me, Pastor Keith. Uh, This podcast series is 101 Bible-based devotions on the Holy Spirit. Uh, Today you're going to be listening to a devotion from my book, Breathe On Me by P.K. Milnick. Uh, The title of the devotion today is The Holy Spirit is a Spirit. So I'm on page 127 of my book, uh, Day 55. Devotion 55. And once again, the uh, title of this devotion is The Holy Spirit is a Spirit. I'm going to start with a Bible verse from the Gospel of John, chapter 4, 24. It says, God is spirit, and those who worship him must worship in spirit and truth. All right, so here we go. Paragraph one, sentence one. We're getting right into it. God is at times described in the Bible as having hands and feet arms and fingers, eyes and ears, a nose, mouth and face, and a head and a back. Does that mean that God has a physical body? That's a quick no. What it does mean is that God has chosen to reveal different aspects of who he is to us through the use of anthropomorphisms, portraying himself as having physical human attributes so we can better understand him. Since we know that God is a spirit, is invisible, appears as a brilliant light, and is described as a consuming fire, it's pretty clear that God doesn't have a physical body. When you think about it, since God is omnipresent, it would be absolutely impossible for him to have and to be confined by a physical body. For how could one body be everywhere at once? Though the Holy Spirit is often portrayed in art mediums as a dove, he doesn't have a body either. His very name, Holy Spirit, which in the Greek is is pneuma, should lead us to that conclusion. The very nature of God being three in one would rule out the triune God having a body, for he would somehow need to have three distinct bodies, unless, of course, one denied the Trinity and bought into the false teaching of modalism. Uh, modalism, or Sabellianism, uh, denies that God is three distinct persons and claims that the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit are simply one God manifesting himself in different modes. Uh, hey, if you missed that explanation on that one, um, devotion number 52, uh, Sabellianism was uh, condemned and described as heresy way back in the second century. Since the Holy Spirit is a spirit, he's not limited to simply coming alongside us but he's literally able to dwell in us, something that would be impossible to happen if he had a body. When the Spirit comes upon us, he connects to our spirit in an intimate way that brings with it not only an awareness of his holy and abiding presence, but also an assurance to a soul level that we belong to Christ and are therefore children of God. As the Spirit of God, he touches our spirit to the core so that our thoughts, desires, and even our prayers come into alignment with the will and ways of God. Knowing that the Holy Spirit is a spirit also allows us to better comprehend his sanctifying work in our lives. We come to understand that the Holy Spirit isn't simply within us for the ride, but plays an active role in transforming us to be more like Jesus Christ. Praise God that his spirit has found our spirit. Let me close with a Bible verse from Romans chapter 8, uh, verse 16. 
the Spirit himself bears witness with our spirit that we are children of God. Okay, so that's the devotion for today. Uh, My next devotion is called The Holy Spirit is a Person. I hope you can join me for that one. Uh, Once again, before I sign off, just want to encourage you to share this podcast with someone that you think might enjoy it. Uh, Until next time, my prayer is you might be filled today and always with the Holy Spirit. Bye for now.